So is there some sort of unsaid rule now that exists when you're driving and you're behind somebody at a light and the light turns green and they don't move? Is there a now allowable time span that you are supposed to forgive the person in front of you before honking your horn like a maniac? Because it seems that more and more I've noticed that there's like a five to 10 second delay. And I'm assuming it's because people are on their phones. And so that's what I guess my question is like, do you wait the five seconds and just say, oh, they're probably on their phone. Let me wait for them to realize that the light is green before I honk my horn. Um, I used to honk at like three seconds, just a quick little toot toot. Um, but now if it's five, you know, I'm blasting that horn. I don't give a shit. Like what the fuck are you doing at the light when it's green and we're in traffic? Some bitches do, this bitch won't. Get up in my squishy sandwich without a quote. Ain't no need to flex, you ain't even in my zone. You be trying to go, we already on the road. Don't kiss no toes, I be sitting on my throne. Don't multitask, you already on hold. No when to fold, this here was gold. Stripping off the bold, I But the other day, some dude in his white Mercedes, no, it was a white Audi, like held his middle finger out the door, out the window for a good five seconds as he's driving. But he count, I counted like five to seven seconds. I can't remember, but like it was a pretty long time. And I could tell that he was moving around in the car. So at that point, I was like, you know what? He's probably just hasn't realized that it's green. So let me just lay on the horn a little bit. But that was enough to tick him off and try to like race me onto the highway, which I thought I thought was a bit ridiculous. But I'm starting to notice that more and more people are just taking forever to realize that the light is green. And so are we as a society now just like letting this kind of pass? Like, is this like a new thing? Um, I mean, I guess I've been guilty of it a few times. I really have tried to like reduce my phone usage on the car, but I'm gonna honk that horn. Regardless, even if there is an unsaid rule, you need to wake the fuck up. And if you honk the horn at me because I'm not paying attention, God bless you. I should have been paying attention. But don't get pissed off at me because I woke you up. Anyways, um, I am very happy. This is Thanksgiving Eve. It has been a busy last past two weeks, week and a half, whatever. In my life, I am. I have decided to officially move and trying to get my house together and pack everything has been like a tornado for me because now that I've made up my mind, I am like furiously packing everything and just like throwing shit out. And like, I've been going to landfill like every morning, um, just dumping shit. Cause you tend to collect a lot of shit when you're in the military. And there's just a lot of stuff that I didn't need to hold on to. Like my first grade drawings, and all like my blue jacket manual and my navy uniform sorry navy uniforms from 2008 which are no longer in service yes i did try them on oh my god they fit horribly like i was going through all of them i was like please let me find an extra small somewhere in here so that i can like wear it on halloween and make it a sexy sailor like vintage sailor outfit no they were all like medium large medium regular and i'm like these motherfuckers at boot camp like just did not pay attention to my petite 
body frame and were just dressing me for the general public. Gross. Um, <laughs> but no, I ended up throwing away so much like Navy stuff. I did find my Black Hawk uh, medical pack, which, you know, the way the world is looking, I am so happy I have that that, that uh, Black Hawk bag because you can stuff anything in there. That is your my bug out bag. And I will be filling that to the T with MREs and medical supplies when the world ends. I will be ready. It was just uh, so much stuff. And I will say that because I've moved around so much, I've made it a habit that when I do come to a new place, I buy used furniture. Like, 90% of the furniture I bought, I bought off of Craigslist or off of Facebook. And no, I'm not buying like scratched up shit that you find like on the corner of the street. No, I didn't fill my place up with that. I was that bitch looking for like the Crate and Barrel, Z Gallery, and all this like fancy ass names on these websites. And I obviously found them. And so now that I'm moving, I'm like, well, I didn't actually pay full price for this. So I'm just going to dump it all out. So I threw the majority of it out and I still have more to go. Because I intend to downsize significantly from three bedrooms to one and a half. I haven't decided yet. Whatever. Who, who knows where I'll, I'll end up? <clears throat> New Mexico. Um, no, just kidding. I wish. That'd be a dream. New Mexico or Colorado. Uh, please wait for me. Save a spot for me. Oh, I want to go so bad. But I can't. Not yet. But it's been exciting to get the opportunity to make it to this day. And I say that with a lot of excitement because the past three years, God, I can't remember. I have never made it to, I haven't been able to make it to a family Thanksgiving because I let the depression get the best of me and I let my depression get the best of me. And I isolated and self-medicated and was too hungover to show my face to my own family on actual Thanksgiving Day. And it's really a pleasurable moment and for me right now, tomorrow, to be able to say that I'm going to make it and actually mean it. It goes to show you that, you know, the therapy that I've been going to um, the people that I've subtracted from my life and the people that I've added to my life have substantially helped and assisted in my recovery from myself and my past. So this is just an important step for me to be able to make it tomorrow and show my face for the first time in like three years, maybe longer than that, to be honest with you. I always seem to fuck it up around holiday season. I, I just, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what I was doing, why, but really I was just trying to avoid happiness. And I guess there was a lot of shame involved with what I was going through during the past few years with PTSD and the drama with the military. Um, and I just didn't want to be around family. I didn't want to be fake happy around everybody. And so, I would just self-sabotage myself with really ridiculous acts of self-inflicted pain and horrible choices. And I'm happy that like that pattern of behavior is finally slowed down to almost a complete halt. And I say almost because, you know, those negative intrusive thoughts and those moments of, well, maybe I'll just go buy a bottle and go whatever. 
they creep in and they're going to. I mean, with everything that's going on, of course, my mind is going to like meander back to old, try to meander back to like old patterns of behavior. But I've been working hard to really bring those down and just like start moving up because if I dug myself any further into the grave or if I dug my grave any deeper, it would have been homeless Renee. <laughs> it would have been homeless Renee on the corner with uh, one of those, oh God, that's gonna be so bad. Uh, one of those red solo cups and whatever, and like some sort of shelter. And because I'd be too proud to stay with family or friends during, if I were to ever get to that point, I would be too proud to like stay with family or friends. I wouldn't want to bring that become somebody else's responsibility. I'd rather just be, take care of myself out there oh my gosh for a second i thought the microphone was on mute <laughs> and i've been talking to the air i thought i saw the orange light flash on the mic but i'm glad it's green anyways um no, so yes it's an important day for me we have family in town from california Shh, don't tell anybody like we know we're supposed to be having zoom givings whatever um but i haven't seen these people in like forever and god knows what newsom's gonna do to california probably like ground all flights and make everybody wear the mask that he bought from China. <clears throat> uh, politics, yeah, I'm not supposed to like that. Where was I going with this? I really don't ever know what my mind likes to do. It just like wanders around like splatters of paint on my canvas. <laughs> uh, last night, I met up with a friend whom... I, I swear we've known each other in different lifetimes. Um, we dated a few years ago and then military, whatever happened, and we went our separate ways. But there are just people in your life that I swear, I, and if you know, if you have somebody that you know in your life that you just swear you know them from another lifetime, be sure to tag that person in the Instagram post for this episode. Um <laughs> <laughs> to let them know because I I swear like when we talk it's like he says it right every time like he always says the same thing he's like you know it's like food for the soul when we get together and it really is because we have come to realize that it's almost like we've lived parallel lives like a lot of the stuff he's been through his narr his story his storyline narrative kind of lines up to what I've gone through and last night he had disclosed something to me that I I didn't know about him that just even more similarly made his narrative even more similar to mine. And it it's just like anytime we get together, it is just like you lose track of time and it's like we're in our own little bubble in this space machine where everything else is happening around us. And it's like two souls in a room just catching up and like talking about like what our experiences have been up to like that moment and like going back to old ones, comparing stories. We have, we happen to have the same therapist, which not, is not, not coincidental. He recommended him to me. It's just amazing. And so we'll like, like talk about how our doc, Dr. Z is like pushing our, our limits and making us a little bit uncomfortable doing it for the right reasons and how he makes everything sound like, so matter of fact, sometimes, and we're kind of just like left stunned, like, okay, I guess I will do that. Jeez, thanks for telling me what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> uh, no, and I just like really appreciate having that kind of friendship. Um, because even though I 
struggle with loneliness. You know, this is something that I struggle with when I really hit my depression is I convince myself that there aren't people in my life, that nobody likes me, nobody loves me, nobody's calling me. Um, I'm alone because I live physically, I'm living alone, but I am very easy for me to forget. And even around this time when, you know, we, we do, I have family, like, even though my family is like right down the street, I can, I am able to convince myself that I'm lonely and that I don't have anybody and that I don't matter. And that's not the case for me. I have a few friends. I can count them on my one hand. No, I'm just kidding. I have more, <laughs> but the ones that I like, I truly love and like, I know that it doesn't matter how much time we spend apart, we can just pick the story back up where we left it off, um, that those people are in my life and that, that I'm not alone and that I have family that I can call and pick up the phone and just say, hey, how are you doing? Like, I don't want to talk about me, but can we just talk about how you're doing? Because I don't want to talk about my life or whatever the case may be. And that's something that I can do now because before I was not able to do that before I would get to that point where I convinced myself that I'm alone. There's no one in this house. So nobody like, I, I'm just a lonely person. So I, what can I do? Let me go make self-destructive decisions that then I then later regret. And then I miss the events with family and friends. And then I'm really alone. Like, it's just like this bad chain reaction that just takes you down a really nasty rabbit hole. And today I'm not lonely. Today, I have a mother, I have a father, I have my cousins down the street. I have my best friend that I had, like best, best friend that I had dinner with last night who makes like the meanest, I don't even know what the pasta is. It's like nighttime pasta or something. It's like to die for. Like Trader Joe's needs to freeze that shit and sell it. Like that's how good it is. <laughs> and I will buy it and stock my freezer with it because it is so damn good. Um, I have these people in my life. And I can't convince myself otherwise because convincing myself otherwise is almost disrespectful to the time and effort that these friends and family members have put into my life because I'm negating their existence by saying that I'm lonely, which I am not. And so I'm happy that today I can say that I'm not lonely or if that thought comes into my head, I can, I'm able, now able to remind myself that no, you're not lonely. And yes, I do talk out loud like this, like in my car, in my living room, in the shower, like when negative intrusive thoughts come in and I start to think that I'm lonely, I'm like, nope, I'll say it out loud. I'm like, nope, you're not lonely, Renee. You have this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. What you're feeling right now is physical loneliness because you're not having any intimate, intimacy mo intimate moments with anybody right this second. And so you're not actually lonely, like in the grand, in the bigger picture, you're not actually lonely. And so I'm just really happy that I can say that now um, and not go down my nasty rabbit hole. Uh, so right now in this moment, I am sitting amongst a sea of boxes and packing tape. And I feel like I'm having my last supper. <laughs> at my ikea table that that one was new not it's not used i didn't buy that one used um i did buy it as is though i don't play like i'm not playing extra for cheap shit um and yeah it feels like last supper because like i'm just getting ready to let go of this place and move on there's been so many memories here i've had so many roommates i've 
Like, oh my gosh, I, I remember being on duty one time and my two then roommates, well, no, <laughs> one roommate had a female over and decided to do something with her. And I know they had a threesome apparently while I was gone on duty on base. And then there was a time I, <laughs> I came home and was walking from the front door to the kitchen in the dark and I stepped in vomit. And then, so I'm like, what the fuck, man? No, this is gross. And then I like, I go upstairs to see what's happened. And sure enough, I find my drunk hot roommate, <laughs> butt ass naked, ass in the air on his bed, like comatose. Yes, I took a picture and yes, he knows. I sent it to him. I lost the picture which I'm so disappointed about because it was a beautiful butt. Anyways, Perderifa, uh, you know who you are. <laughs> or the roommate who had like the awesome cat that his name was Kinu, who my dog was just terrified of. And Kinu was really a dog in a cat's body who would shower with you and fetch and basically behave like this, the alpha dog of the house. <laughs> And anytime my dog would walk in after walking, she or he would be like near the door. And if Bree even sniffed him, Kinu would just smack the shit out of him. And <laughs> Bree learned to play very nice with cats after uh, Kinu, which was very, it's it was good because now he's super, she's super friendly with uh, other cats if she ever is in a household with cats, obviously. Oh my gosh. And then the one time, the one time I decided to throw a house party. <laughs> literally the only time I did it um after that I was like you know what this is never happening again <laughs> way too much uh obviously I invited a bunch of friends it wasn't even that many it was like maybe like 10 of us 10 to 10 to 15 I think max and then it kind of scaled down that's most parties do but at one point like homegirl is but dares gets dare to get butt ass naked homeboy is like yeah me too so i have two adults one in a relationship like running around a house butt-ass naked and they've disappeared i don't even think they did anything i think they were literally playing tag in my house butt naked uh everybody else is like everybody else is just drunk on the couch and then i have another dude just locked in the bathroom and come to find out he's like hand me paper towels and where's your cleaning supplies homeboy had thrown up everywhere and i think he may have defecated himself and like maybe didn't make it to the bathroom like but locked himself in there because he said he was not coming out and yeah but love him to death because that bathroom was spotless maria the housekeeper could not have done any better like nothing there was no smell Bitch cleaned up in the midst of the dark, creeping around like a little fairy, just looking for cleaning supplies and then like scrubbing that shit down because God knows what happened in there. Like a bomb must have gone off from like every orifice in his body because he did. He really would not let me in. Um, he, I could just tell how embarrassed he was. And I, to this day, I don't know what exactly happened, but thank you, Mr. You know who you are <laughs> for cleaning my bathroom. Uh, so I didn't have to wake up too. A mess like my actual roommate had me walk through 
uh oh and then there was like the incidents between the gay and the lesbian oh my gosh so y'all like i live on the third floor of my condo yes it's like a townhouse slash condo whatever second floor is two bedrooms and it was my then best friend and my other then best friend then yeah (laughs) when i say i cut people out i cut you out you got (laughs) you got about a few strikes and that's because i'm patient and after that i'm just done like my heart has closed will close its door to you for the rest of your life these two were like children in a daycare who were always fighting over the same toy the toy was like I don't know, can you, to this day, I don't know, like, if it was my friendship or not. But these two would, like, elbow each other or, like, stand in each other's way. One was accusing the other. I think the lesbian once accused the gay guy of putting soap in her orange juice. I think I was living with two, like, maybe, I wouldn't say psychopaths, maybe, like, personality disorder people or two Sagittariuses. I can't forget. <laughs> no offense. Uh, but it was just crazy. It was just like constant like bickering and fighting. I had my, I remember I was away. I was like, when I was locked up in the asylum, no, I was on vacation. Apparently I left one of my alarms on and one roommate had a key to my bedroom. The other one didn't, I guess I left it locked. And so the one guy decided to kick my door open <laughs> because the alarm wouldn't go off. And then my the other roommate wouldn't hand him the key because they were mad at each other. So the resolution, the solution to turning off the alarm was kicking my door down. Like, I swear, like, it was just, it's been a circus in here. And my best roommate, and I love her to death, and I've been trying to get a hold of her, Sandy. Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. Sandy was like, I swear, she was like a gay man in this, like, old lady's body. She was, if she was a man, she'd be a daddy. And I know that because she's a mommy, because she would be dating these young dudes. 60-year-old Sandy, yes, 60-year-old. She was the best roommate I ever had. We were just, like, super chill, like, had a similar personality to me. And again, we had, like, <laughs> similar stories. But Sandy was just, didn't make a peep, never, it was never, like, confrontational. If I did something she didn't like, she brought it up to me, like, that moment. If I did something that she didn't like, I would, I felt comfortable telling her. And we would just talk about life and to tell me about how she used to be a she was a playgirl at some point in her life and then uh got into like being uh, legal or something but she was just really awesome earnest and kind and she ended up moving away before her lease was up and she actually continued to pay until she until her lease was up even though she had moved away which you know a lot of people would not do even my best 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 friend one of them almost didn't <laughs> And so it was just, she was just a really awesome person to have. And I've been trying to reach out to her if I, hopefully she's all right. Um, so no, so this has been my Thanksgiving Day episode. I'm just like super grateful to be appreciative of life, appreciative of the people that are in my life and the skills that I've gained in therapy and group therapy and all the shit I learned in the asylum, whatever you want to call it in Utah that they sent me to. It took a few years to get to this point and like put tools into my toolbox that I can now am I can now say, oh my God, something just fell over. There's a thing in my house here where like shit just be falling over randomly. Um, I've had stuff in the garage, like literally fly across the room and I don't know. It doesn't scare me anymore, but it does happen. 
And sometimes I think, no, I know that there's like something in this <laughs> in this home, but that's not the reason I'm leaving. It's probably just gonna miss me and my walking around a house naked and uh, <laughs> and throwing paint all over the place. Um, I completely lost where I was. Oh yeah, super appreciative to therapy and the people in my life, and that I can sp I will be spending time with my family tomorrow for the first time on a holiday in a very long time. And so if you've listened this far, thank you. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. And if you're feeling lonely, just call somebody. Go down your phone book of people, somebody the first few people don't pick up, and just talk. It, it'll help. And if I'm in your phone book, call me. <laughs> I will talk your ear off or I will just listen. I am all there for it. So happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Please help support this project, this podcast, whatever you want to call it by liking, subscribing, and commenting on whatever platform you're listening to, but specifically Apple Podcasts, because apparently that's where it counts. So thanks again for listening. <laughs>